from the campaign trail to the studio, Wesley Hunt continues the fight. Along with his brother, Rendon, they chronicle their family experience from slavery to West Point in four generations. Tackling the difficult conversations facing our country, they're on a mission to preserve the American dream. Buckle up and welcome aboard. You're in the hunt. I'm Wesley Hunt. I'm Rendon Hunt. And, and you're, you're in the, the hunt. hunt. And I, I noticed today you got a, a very nice Fox hit. Yeah, this morning, 445 in the morning. You looked really good. Thank you, hey, man. I was Thank proud. You. you you looked good. You sounded good. This is going to be good. What? <laughs> That's it? Better ingredients. <laughs> better, better pizza. pizza. Papa, Papa John's. John's. <laughs> God. So today, at the time of, of filming this, so we'll be a, a tad delay when you get to see this, but we're actually on the eve of Juneteenth. And so certainly a whole lot going on. That was part of what you talked about a little bit mm -hmm. uh, on your Fox hit. Mm -hmm. And the topic that we're going to talk about today is very much related to Juneteenth. And that topic is know your freedom. Yeah. Know your freedom. And the reason, of course, that that's relevant, because uh, the celebration of Juneteenth pertains to the Emancipation Proclamation <coughs> and slaves. Sorry, I'll listen to hip hop. <laughs> South Park, that's good. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of the Emancipation Proclamation? Sorry, I'll uh, sorry, don't listen to hip-hop. <laughs> uh, the Emancipation Proclamation and slaves being freed on January 1st, 1863, but not finding out that they were free in Texas by way of Galveston until June 19th, 1865. That's correct. So certainly a long time to stay in captivity uh, when... That's certainly uh, not the place that was appropriate uh, for these great Americans. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I think, really an interesting piece, too, uh, because it brings up this celebration and idea of really knowing that you were out of bondage. Yeah, so could you knowing your freedom. Uh, could you imagine, you know, and this is kind of what I said on Fox this morning about our great-great-grandparents and great-great-great-grandparents. Yeah. Could you imagine waking up one day and Union soldiers coming into your town and telling you that you are now free. Nobody owns you anymore. You are not free from bondage. You are not free from slavery. You are not free from chains. You are not entitled to work for anyone for free anymore. And I can't imagine the level of just uh, uh, happiness and jubilation and just, and just the, 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 cel the celebration that ensued after that. Apparently, many of them happened in the church. Yeah. So everybody went to their church, and there was just there was just a feast, and there was just a an epic ce celebration after after finding out that news. And when I think about the empathy that it would take for us to understand what that would feel like, this is kind of what brings us to days like today. And I'm kind of upset about what I've seen from the behavior of many people about days like today, because yes. this is not about politics. It's really not. This is celebrating American exceptionalism. This is celebrating a group of people, black people, white people. OK, coming together, hundreds of thousands of people gave their lives. Americans gave their lives to end slavery. Yes. President Lincoln was killed behind this. A white Republican was killed behind this. There's other theories about it. I understand. Yeah, and, and by the way, certainly this war the, was about slavery. This war, don't get don't get it twisted. This, this was we about call it economics. Slavery It's about slavery by way of economics. You call it what you, call want, what you want. But this is exactly what this war was about. Yeah. And so these were white people that actually fought for the rights of people that didn't look like them. So this is an opportunity for us to put all the crap and all the BS aside and say, 
let's celebrate this as Americans. And what I'm seeing is a lot of sharpshooters and a lot of people, well, this is the actual date of it. Well, really, the Emancipation Day is on January the 1st. And then, and then, and then, and all these people going off instead of just realizing that, hey, this is good for everyone. Yes. Americans came together to do the right thing. Can we please put that aside and take a moment to appreciate that? There's always a turd in the punch bowl. Yeah, man. Well, I guess there's not always a turd in the punch bowl. No, I hope there's not gross. always. Like, otherwise, at times there are turd. turds in the punch bowl, which actually that's something I need to look up at some point. Where did that come from? The army. How? But how nasty is it that? Came up the Was army. there actually a person that that put a turd in the literal punch bowl? Brenda, do you know how much army stuff? Do you know? So you're saying there was? So probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> there was a private. Yeah, there was a private that ruined the whole party. <laughs> yeah, of course there was. <laughs> Literally, that happened. Private bowel movement. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> God. So I, you're absolutely right. Because there are always people that will find ways to strip us of our joy. Yes. And strip us of opportunities for us to come together. Because it's ridiculous. I had a friend who I was talking to the other day. We were talking about Juneteenth. And he made a comment to me. He said, well, it's kind of messed up to celebrate that you hear about something two and a half years later God. that pertains to your life. And then just kind of went on that, tra that train. Okay. And I was like, yeah. Or we can look at it from the perspective of, this is a time of jubilation and we as a country got to a certain place yes. and there's an opportunity to move on and build from that. Yes. There's an opportunity to look at it in a positive light. Everything is not, you have to poo poo everything. That's why it's a, it's a holiday. And by the way, we've been celebrating this in Texas for the last 40 years. Absolutely. So, so we are actually way past due. So we're talking about a, a Confederate state. Now, geographically, it wasn't necessarily a part sure. of the war. It was a distance away, but it was a Confederate state yeah. and a red state today. And we've been celebrating this for the last 40 years. Yeah. So I think it's actually just way past due just to acknowledge it. Absolutely. If we're going to celebrate Columbus Day, if we're going to celebrate President's Day because somebody was a president for the first time, yeah. I think it's really neat to celebrate the idea of, of, of freeing people after 400 years of bondage and doing it as a country. Absolutely. And by the way... The senator that brought this forward, Senator John Cornyn. Hmm. Interesting you say that because I got the Wall Street Journal this morning. Mm -hmm. And you know who was not on the cover of the Wall Street Journal during the signing of this? Probably John Cornyn. Senator John Cornyn. It's fascinating, isn't it, how this works? It's fascinating how this works. Hmm. So interesting. It's interesting. And this idea of, of, of knowing your freedom and knowing even the history behind things that actually happened. Yes. Senator John Cornyn, a Republican. Yes. He will be lost in it's, the history of this. Why? Why will he be lost? He's a Republican. He's a 70-year-old white man. He's got the wrong letter by his He's name. got the wrong letter. He's the wrong hue. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. He championed this thing. Yeah. And, and great on him for doing that. I'm proud of him for that. And then also, it passed the Senate unanimously. Sure so did. So he championed it, and then everyone voted for it. So I have a question for you. This is going to be good. I'm concerned. As an individual that is going to be running for Congress again? Yes. And I'm convinced that you didn't win because they didn't want you to come in and be the best looking, best dressed member of Congress. Yeah, th look, there's conspiracy theories out there. I'm willing to entertain this. I'm just gonna throw one out I'm there. I'm gonna throw it back to you. I'm gonna throw one out but, there. But that may or may not We be can't it. have Wesley Hunt in, not with this bespoke look. <laughs> no, no. 
telling you. I saw this last night on QAnon's website. Is, oh, you did? Is that what you saw? <laughs> <laughs> on the Google machine. Um, um, yeah. On the, on the Book of Faces? Yeah, yeah, on the Book of Faces. Twitter. <laughs> the Facebook. On the, on the Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's really interesting because I go back to my question for you. Unanimous in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a pretty difficult thing to do, especially in these times. Mm-hmm. Right? Very difficult to do. Damn near impossible. Really is. Yeah. Really is. Uh, we, I mean, hell, we can't agree on on what color the flag can be. Yeah, I know. So the fact that, that this unanimously passes the Senate says a actually lot. says a lot about where we can be as a country. Says a lot. Not where we are, but where we can be as a country. Says a lot. So there was a baker's dozen <laughs> plus one. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you do the math on that. Very, well, I got it. I got yeah, it. You got it. it? 14. Yeah, got you got it. that. Yeah, very good. Does plus three. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, you, you got okay. that. And See, it does is twelve. And very good. Does is thirteen plus yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just breaking it down. Yeah, yeah, got you. So there were that many Republicans in yeah. Congress, mm-hmm. all Republicans. Yeah, who decided to vote against this? So mm-hmm. I asked the prospective candidate Wesley Hunt. Mm-hmm. Would you have voted against this? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you elaborate? It is. It, we start. I, I, I kind of read some of the rationale of some of these fourteen men because they were they were all men. That's that, that's surprising. That did that. Oh, it, it's it's like, and we're getting we're getting way way too smart about this. We're yeah. overthinking this. At face value, I think it would have been amazing for every single person in Congress to say this. Maybe I don't like the name of it. Maybe the timing of it is interesting. Maybe I don't like the date. For whatever reason, I I got it. it. Maybe I don't like the idea that this is happening in a time that's politically expedient for the Democrat Party. And it is. Sure. I understand all that. It doesn't make it the wrong thing to do. No. And just like our dad would always tell us, it doesn't matter what time it is. You should never tire of doing the wrong thing. Yeah. It still is the right thing. So all of these arguments that I've read and heard, to me, are a bunch of crap. Yeah. It, it, it's, just, it's just a bunch of crap. We are talking about 13% of the population that allows you and I to sit here right now. Yeah. I'm allowed to marry the person that I will that I spend my that, I, that I'll spend the rest of my life with. You're allowed to be with who you want who you want to be with. I'm allowed to run for Congress. Sure. We are allowed to be successful. Allowed. We have earned the right to be successful Americans in this country because of that day. Yeah. And if you vote against that, then you are voting against us sitting here right now. This has nothing to do with party, by the way. It has nothing to do with political affiliation. Either you can agree. That this country coming together and ending slavery on whatever day, I got it. It's not your it's sure. not your favorite day. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, if you want to poll vote over mouse turds, that's fine. <laughs> you do you do you. I, okay, that's fine. It still does not excuse the fact that this is a, that, that this happened. Yeah. And we should be appreciating it. Absolutely. And in the words of Jay Z, if you can't respect that, your whole, your whole perspective is whack. Sorry. And like I said, you know, I I look at I look at that. I look at those 14 and I look at the rationale behind it and I put my head down. I I just say, you know, 
they're, a lot of their argument is they're talking about, well, this is divisive, and they're trying to, I heard this one, they're trying to replace us with the 4th of July. I'm like, who? who Nobody who, said that. What? <laughs> this is the left trying to replace us with the 4th. No, no, no. It, no, it's it, not it, It's really not, it's really not that at all. Yeah. And I'm looking at all, all, all of these ridiculous explanations, and I'm like, you're missing the point of this. Yeah. You're missing the point. And then the only thing you're doing is this. You're trying to say that this is going to divide the country even more on this day, and it's the left trying to do that. And I'm yeah. like, so by you not voting for it, you're the ones that are actually dividing the country. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you, you're literally missing the point. Yeah. And I hear, I hear all the arguments against it. I'm not even I'm – not, I'm not saying I fully disagree with some of them. I actually agree yeah, with some yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, but, but the premise, the premise of the holiday – and the premise of making it a federal holiday is acknowledging a great day in American history. Absolutely. If you don't like critical race theory, let's teach this, let's bring this holiday and make it a federal holiday and teach our history in a formidable, great, positive way. Absolutely. That's the opportunity we have here. Yeah. Yeah. But you mean to tell me that a fi- out of 535 congressmen and senators, there's 14 of you that don't get it? Yeah. Okay, man. There, there's actually one thing that I would love to see okay. happen on Juneteenth. One thing that I think is very important that I hope happens on this holiday. I would hope that the son of our president doesn't use the N-word with impunity Whoa. on this holiday. <laughs> That's Got him. I, I mean, can I? Can I? Got can, him. I mean, I we're 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 new to celebrating this as a federal holiday. I mean, yeah. what what am I permitted to request? Like, are there Juneteenth gifts or something? Yeah. Because what I'd like to request is a Juneteenth gift. Juneteenth gift. That our current Democrat president. Our, our current yeah. Democratic president, who's signing this into law, would at least say something about his son using the N word. Yeah. Repeatedly Whoa. in a disrespectful way. Whoa. How about that, man? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'm very Cast me outside. I'm ve- Cast me outside. I'm very happy that I'm <laughs> How about that? Yeah, how about that? I'm very happy that you signed that legislation. Yeah. I really am. And handing out pins. And, and handing, handing out, out pins, pins like they're Popeye's but, but, chicken sandwiches. <laughs> yes. But before you signed that legislation, yeah. you know you know what actually probably would have made me as happy as I was seeing Apolog- that legislation? Apologizing for your sorry son making those ridiculous comments. That actually probably would have made yeah. me a little bit happier. Yeah. Now, and there's another interesting piece that you were touching on with with dad and doing the right thing there's this piece of when we went to west point there was violating the honor code mm-hmm. a cadet will not lie cheat steal or tolerate those who do mm-hmm. there's violating the honor code but then there was this other amorphous holy spirit of the honor code yeah violating the spirit of the honor code of the honor code mm-hmm. So, yeah, did, did you lie? No, but he equivocated. It wasn't an exact lie. We didn't put these things set in stone mm-hmm. so that people can move around them. Yeah. We put Just them as guidelines so that people life, can build to live your life on life. them. Yeah. We're, not, we're not trying to inch up to the, to the end of the stage. Yeah. We're trying to make sure that people have a guideline of ethics by which they live their lives. The reason that I bring that up is – in this specific piece of legislation and voting on something like this, we're not talking about the different pieces of it that you like and don't like. We're talking about the spirit of what it's doing. Yeah. And the spirit of what it's doing is making a step. It's debatable on how big that step is. And once again, I don't think that's important. I just think it's awesome that we can all come together and celebrate. Yeah, I don't think it's really a it's, step at all. It, I, I, I think it's just a it's an acknowledgement. Yes. Yes. Of of of, of a good 
of a good thing that we've done as a country. And if the Senate of the United States can come together and say, yeah, this is a pretty good idea. All I of mean, them. All, all of them. them. I mean, have you have you all seen how different these people are? All of them. All of them. If they can come together and say, yeah, this is America, which, oh, by the way, I'm so happy that that happened. Like, we, we don't get these small victories very much in this yeah. political climate. Yeah, okay? we so this is really it was really cool to see that. But if they can come together, you mean to tell me that we can't come together as news sources, yeah. as people, as citizens? Yeah. We can't find something. Really? Not, like, not one thing, not even this. And I had another person who I was talking to, uh, a friend of mine, and it's always interesting having these conversations because you hear very often when I reference conversations, which you'll notice is not all of my friends think like me. No, you're not supposed to. Right? Yeah. So I was well, having that's what the show's about, right? I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and it goes to this idea of <laughs> you being- You don't got no friends, man. <laughs> you don't got friends, man. You ain't got no friends, no. Good player, man. Good player. <laughs> so it, it goes to this idea of being perpetual hole pokers. Yes. You know what this friend told me? He said- well, Renan, I'm not really sure about this holiday. It's like, well, okay. Why aren't you sure about this holiday? He said, because I don't really know how to celebrate it. Okay. You do realize that every holiday had a first one, right? Yes. And, and so and you're willing. Figured out a way. You're, and we figured you're out willing a way to say celebrate. we shouldn't acknowledge this great feat of American history. Yes. Because we can't decide whether we want to eat hot dogs or hamburgers. It's ridiculous, Brendan. You got to be kidding me, you man. You got to be kidding me, man. Well, we, we can't celebrate Juneteenth because we're deciding do we have strawberry shortcake or peach cobbler. <laughs> and if, if we can't come up to the decision of if we have strawberry shortcake or pe that, peach that, cobbler. It shouldn't be a federal holiday. It shouldn't be a holiday. It's stupid. It's absolutely ridiculous. This is what you call a layup. Yeah. Essun slam dunk. Yes. You don't miss this. No. No. I don't care what party you're affiliated with. Don't miss this. And there's a piece of all of this that when we think about our freedom that we have, right, knowing that we're free, mm -hmm. you brought up something that I, that I love. It's the idea of when we compare ourselves, no, I can't even fathom what it would be like to be a slave yes. for the majority of my life and have somebody come a and majority, tell me. At that point, your entire your whole life, life. Your whole life. At that point, your entire life. For somebody to come and tell me I'm free. The, the, we talk about the emotions, right? You say, wow, the jubilation, the joy, the disbelief, the shock and awe. But you know what follows that? The fear. Yes. The uncertainty. Now what? This is all I know. Now what? What am I going to do? Yes. Even from even from the slave owner's perspective, what do we do? Now what? What do we do? And guess what, Rendon? We figured it out. Yes. That's why we're here. By the way, that wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't, man. See, this is what people all why people always take this country for granted. I put this country up against any other country in the world in terms of progress. Any other country of any other civilization of any in other the time of the in the world. history of the world, including in the Guardians of the Galaxy, in the written, <laughs> yeah, in the written history of the world, and you tell me what civilization has done what we've done 
in under 200 years. Are you kidding me? See, you and I have been around the world. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've been around. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've been around the world. I've been around. We have been around the world. We, I have, I've been to Australia. I've been, I've been to, I've been to Europe. I've been, I've been to England. These places are so racist, it's ridiculous. It's so racist, it's ridiculous to, to the people that are indigenous to their population. Now, as an American, we got to pass because they see they see a black american and then we kind of are put in a in a different bucket sure but the black people that are from there are you kidding me yeah. in these places it's not even close yeah. not even close and other countries that are of the same ethnic background they treat other tribes poorly <laughs> and they look the same not only treat poorly kill them they kill them they kill them murder them so we here we have a day that the entire country from all walks of life come together to end a bad thing, and you don't want to vote for it? Come on. Come on, man. All right. And this even goes beyond the shackles of our minds, right? Yeah. The shackles of our minds. The boxes not only that other people put us in, but the boxes that we put ourselves in. We do it all the time. Right? Because think, think about it. Think about this, Wesley. I'm going to have to look it up because I don't know for sure. Not very many votes are unanimous. Not very many. In the Senate. No. Not very many. Yeah, can you all pull that up, actually? So. Thank you. We're looking in a position where you don't have very many unanimous votes in the Senate. We haven't had a federal holiday pass since MLK. Which is crazy. Crazy. Okay. Which is absolutely Crazy. Crazy. In the words of Prince Harry, bonkers. Okay? Yeah. Bloody, bloody, bloody bonkers. Bloody bonkers. That's pretty good. Thank Here's you. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Okay. So we haven't had a federal holiday pass in that long, right, since our childhood. Okay? And yet and still, you want to talk about the freedom that we're experiencing now or – the transition and awakening that's happening for minority communities in the United States. And you mean to tell me that it's not happening? Come on. It's, it's so ridiculous. You mean to tell me that it's not happening? It's ridiculous. It goes back to what you were talking about, Wes, this idea that, that we are in a position where we're trying to compare anything now with somebody that heard for the first time that they get to breathe free air. What? How can you even compare the two? And we're talking about, hey, well, I have to get an ID to vote. So because I have to have an ID to vote, this is just like slavery. <laughs> this is this is modern day Jim Crow. What are you what are you even saying? It's un it's unbelievable. Unconscionable. It's unbelievable. You can't get away with that, man. No. And and quite frankly, somebody's gotta call it out. Somebody's got to call this out. And as you think about this this freedom that we have, it's also embracing the ability to take advantage of that, to reach out, to to use your platform, the freedom you actually have to use your platform. This is what we yes. have the pleasure of, of doing. Mm-hmm. We have the pleasure of being able to actually step out and use that platform. Mm-hmm. 
And there are so many pieces where as many times as I can think about these perpetual hole pokers, right? Yeah. As many times as I could think about how special that is, there's going to be an equal amount of people who are talking about how it's not special or it's not this or it's not that. or, And, and I keep having these conversations and the critical race theory conversation continues to come up, right? Yes. And we talked a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago about accountability, mm-hmm. right? And there is a certain piece of me that thinks about the history that we were taught. First of all, we were taught history and our parents taught us additional history. Yes, as it should be. Our parents bought books into our house. Like, guess what? We grew up in a very strong Christian household. Yes. And we didn't read the Bible in school. No, read at home every day. Did we read it at home? Yes. Like, at what point are we willing to take accountability for what we teach our own kids, not what somebody else teaches them? And do you know why, Wesley? Because we have the freedom to teach our kids. That- like, we're not even grasping on to the freedom that we have to teach our own children. That's right in front of us. Mm-hmm. We want to shirk that responsibility mm-hmm. and that authority to somebody else, but we don't even want to grasp what's literally right in front of us. Now, you know how I feel about critical race theory. I, 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 don't, I don't like the idea of, of viewing all history through the lens of race. No. <laughs> because, there's, that's not, because that's racist. Because that's, that's inherently racist. Uh, but I think we were talking about this the other day, and, and that's just – so if they teach that in schools, what are you going to teach your kids then? I, people, people forget, yes, there is a lot of influence that, 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 that schools and education have on their children. Yes, there is. The biggest influence comes from the home. Wesley, we know a lot about black history. We know more than most people about black history. A lot about black history. Yes, we do. Part of the reason I know a lot about black history is because it interests me, and it's incredible, and it's rich. And, and the other reason so why is that we didn't have a choice, because our parents taught it to us. Exactly. Exactly. So whatever, whatever wasn't taught in school, we came home, and mom taught it. Yeah. I remember, I remember before MLK was a holiday, was a federal holiday, we didn't, we go, didn't to go to school, school on MLK Day. We sure didn't. And then we spent that day... Learning about black history. Yes, we sure did. You recall. Yes, we sure did. Why? That's taking responsibility for the education of your children. Yes. Yes. I get this question a lot. I get this question a lot. How How much can you bench? (laughs) (laughs) Enough. (laughs) How how fast can you run? Faster Faster than than you. Faster than the slowest person. Okay. Uh, I get asked question a lot, and that is, again, we talked about this a lot. Like, you know, you you go to these schools and you have a lot of experience, and then you know, why are you conservative? Uh, because I was taught at a young age to think for myself. You mean you had freedom, to, the freedom to think for myself, and not let anybody tell me what my truths are. Yeah. I can educate myself, marry it with my personal background and my personal experiences and come up with my own ideology on what I think the world should look like. And everybody has their freedom to do just that. So you coined a term that I think about quite frequently because I try to embody it in my day-to-day life. Parent privilege. Yes. And from time to time I find myself having conversations about the way that we were reared, the way that we were raised. 
and the same type of privilege that can be attributed to one or another ethnic group it's very difficult for me to connect to that in some ways because I had that privilege with our parents. Mm -hmm. And let me give you an example. I never questioned whether or not I was good enough, smart enough, any of those things. And if anybody couldn't see it, I blamed it on them. It wasn't on me. Yes. It's like, oh, if you if you don't see that I'm good at this or if you don't see that I what I bring to the table. Yeah. That's got to do with you. you. It doesn't have to do have it doesn't not have my, to do with not me. Not my problem. Right? That's your problem. And there's this, this piece of, of parent privilege, and it's also rooted in, I think, our views of, of black history and the depth and richness of black history. It's very important to me. It was awesome. It doesn't matter what other people think about that history or that, or doesn't matter. I think it's incredible. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Yeah. And I don't need somebody else to define what I can like or what I don't like and what I read or any of those different things because... I have freedom to think on my own. Brendan, it's why we don't need a Black History Month, we, me, you and I. We don't need a Black History Month. No, I get, I get 12, 12 months of Black we, History. We understand the history of it. I don't need somebody to give me a month to make me feel good or make me feel special. Mm -mm. I, know, I know my history. Mm -mm. And I don't need to be validated by you or anybody else. I read it. I would encourage everybody, hey. black, white, or indifferent, to educate yourself on American history. Yeah. We don't have to have separate, we don't have to have pop-up months for people. Yeah. I, I think there was a time when it was necessary. Yeah. And I think we're, we, we're moving out of that time. Yeah. Well, it's a crutch, too. It's a crutch. It's a crutch. Because I can tell you, I at least once a quarter read some type of book that's rooted in black history. Yeah. At least once a quarter. Actually, uh, this a uh, couple weeks ago, I finished the book Black Fortunes about the first four black millionaires. Yeah. It's incredible. It's cool. It's incredible. It's four or six. It's, it's an incredible book, right? And... But I don't need to be told that, well, this is your month, so here's your reading Whatever. list. Whatever. It's like, no, I, 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 I'm, it's, it's like, it's even like this holiday. Like, I'm, I want to recognize this holiday for what it is, treat it like any other federal holiday that we have in this country, and then move on. Yeah. That this is, we, we, we recognize, and then we grow. We recognize, and then we grow. And we use these days to do it every year. Yeah. I don't need a month. Yeah. I don't. I'll give you a, a, a funny example of this. I had, over the years, what, what you know is there is, there essentially there's, there's one holiday that I hold sacred, mm -hmm. Veterans Day. Yep. The reason I hold it sacred is because that's the holiday that I earned. Yes. Not my ancestors, not my kids. No, that's the holiday that I you earned. You put work in, you gave years of your life into it, you've earned the holiday. You are better off getting me to work on Christmas Day. Yes, than Veterans Day. Than getting me to work on Veterans Day. It's not happening. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And so as we think about the importance and meaning of these things and the and, and the freedom that's associated with it, there's an I, there's an opportunity for us, I think, to develop an identity for a new holiday. Mm -hmm. I love how MLK kind of translated to a day of service. Mm-hmm particularly in black communities, right? Because a lot of our latte liberal friends. Oh, God. Who? Latte. No, no, those like latte, drinking a latte in the limousine liberals. Like, it, it's, it is. That was some very good alliteration. <laughs> dude, drinking I, a latte in the limousine literals. Dude, dude, dude. I listen a lot to Tupac. That's pretty good, man. 
That's, 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 I, I, I mean, so a lot. Listen to the master of literary. So listen yeah, to a lot of Peter Fox. Piper, Pick Pepper, what from Rock Rhymes. I mean, that's now you're going way back. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, but no, I I, I think that a, a lot of this notion of talking at people oh. rather than talking to people, it gets really interesting. Or with people, or with to people, or with, or with people. Just at. That's a good it, point. It's with just, is even with is even better than to. Yes. With is even better than two. And and there's this whole idea where as now we embark upon a new day, a new celebration, I'm very curious to see what this morphs into. I mean, does it morph into kind of uh, more of a day of service, more of a celebration, Fourth of July style? I mean, just from a human interest standpoint, I'm very curious as you know, to what, I want, I, as to what this what morphs I wonder, into. I wonder if, if, if Hunter Biden cuts a deal with Hennessy to give everybody a 20% discount. <laughs> Nineteen percent discount. Nineteen. You got to go. You got to go with the. You got. I got it. I got. You got to go. You got to go with the theme. I got it. Right. I got it. Nineteen percent discount. Yeah. What a winner. We only make fun of him because he's black. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. You only like me because I'm black. So that's how he identifies nowadays. So therefore, oh, you get it. Now I realize what happened. So none of that was racist. No, because he identifies as he black. identifies as a black rapper who uses that language. Exactly. So it's all good. Oh, I, I was. So, I, I, I should have led with that. I was so confused. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have been offended by that. But I'm so confused. Now you're not offended anymore. And it's completely okay. Because that's how I identify. It's, it's totally fine. It's completely okay now. <laughs> I, I do have to bring up uh, this. This story. We we were having a conversation today, and oftentimes. I'll have to just shut down the conversations we're having because I know that we'll have them here and we talk so much during the day that I don't want to get all the nuance and squeeze the squeeze yeah. the juice out when you we're want just the in our cars. Like you, you got to get the reaction, reaction right. Yeah. But there is one conversation that I'll have to share, and it is rooted in the fact that this weekend Black Widow is coming out, mm-hmm. the Marvel movie, and we have similar thoughts on Black Widow because yeah. I asked you, I say, hey Wesley, man, you know. Black Widow is coming out. Are you, I believe you said, are you going to go see it? Are you going to go see it? <laughs> that is what I said. And he said, no, I'm not going to go see it. <laughs> Which made complete sense to me because both of us are indeed Marvel fans. Yes. But you're like, no, I'm not going to go see it. Like, well, it, this is a sad time to live in. Let me, let, me, let me just put this bluntly. It's not because she's a woman. The fact that you have to say that is, is really sad, but I really want that disclaimer out there. Yeah. It's not because she's a woman, because I really like Captain Marvel. Okay. So yeah. like that's Yeah. And it's and, and it's not and I'm not and I'm gonna go see it not because he's black, because I really like Black Panther too. Yeah. So can we can we just get off yeah. the table? The reason why I don't want to go see Some of my this best movie, friends are, are white female superheroes. Uh, all of my best <laughs> friends are white female superheroes. <laughs> I identify it's as all, a white female all, superhero. <laughs> 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 I, I I say this because she like Hawkeye, and 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 um, I always forget his name Falcon and and Falcon, they don't have powers, okay, okay. You're in Marvel. You're supposed to have so you have the Hulk who is indestructible. You have Tony Stark who is a super genius, whatever whatever he wants, and built and could build a really cool suit that nobody in the universe could build. Therefore, cool. I'm yeah. totally fine. That's with a this. power. You you. The list is endless for all these powers, and like you're good at close to, at close hand to hand combat, and you're and you're smart. No, nah, man, like but no. not Tony Stark smart. Not, you're just pretty smart. Not Thor. Yeah. Like, like not Thor. Like like 
the, like the god of lightning. <laughs> like, right. So I'm not going to go see a movie with a regular person who can fight. <laughs> Sorry. Who want to see that? I'll go see John Wick. I'll go see John Wick. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I was going to say Fast and Furious, whichever one. But, like. 17. I'll go see fill in the blank rock movie. I, I, like if I want to see that, that's what I'm going to go see. If I see a Marvel movie, somebody better be doing something real. Somebody crazy. better get vaporized, <laughs> and, and I better not be able to explain how it happened. It does. Somebody would just disappear. Yeah, <laughs> and I can't even explain it. Let me t- let me tell you why I bring this story up. Go ahead. Because we're talking about freedom, right? Freedom of thought, freedom of understanding who we are. Why are so many people in our country? Acting like Hawkeye. Acting like Black Widow. Dude, we're superheroes, man. Oh yeah. Why are we acting like we don't have any powers, man? We got powers, man. man. We got we got we got freedom powers. We have powers, man. Yeah. It's not it's not a black thing, that's not a white thing, it's not an Asian thing. Like why it's why an Amer- it's an American why are we acting like it's an American thing, dude? Like what? we're running around not having any powers, man. I don't know, Rendon. We have more freedom know. than we believe. We are more. Po- it's the Coach Carter speech. We have more freedom than we even believe. We have more power than, than we even we're believe. more powerful than we can even fathom. Yeah. And a lot of that power is rooted in us coming together, understanding the strengths and weaknesses, and being able to build a culture that can move things forward. We have like real powers, like real powers, man. And I will say because we we did get on talking talking about Falcon, and I knew you wouldn't like Falcon. <laughs> Why, Brendan? Why did you? Why did you know I wouldn't like Falcon? I'll, go ahead. Because in order to be a Marvel superhero, you have to at least be able to bench three fifteen six times. You can get a little bit of pop on the six one if you have a really good spotter. But I'm looking at Falcon, and I'm pretty sure he can't bench three fifteen six times. You're such a jerk. Like I like I knew, and, and I know he can. <laughs> and I I. I knew you would. I knew you wouldn't like Falcon, right? Yeah, it's like ah, he's, he's, not, he's not gonna like him. But I was about. totally with you on these other bogus powers because think about if you came out on that end of the spectrum, right? Yeah, man. If you I, came out on that end of the spectrum, it's like, hey guys, Avengers gather, put your hands in. Hey man, what can you do? I can shoot lightning, and I have this huge hammer that I can command to go anywhere in the galaxy. It's indestructible. Almost. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Like, what can you do, man? I turn green, and I turn indestructible. Wow, man, that's a pretty that's that's a pretty cool power. Wow. What about you? Uh, you with the red, white, and blue on? Oh, I'm Captain America. I'm a, just a superhuman. Oh, that's yeah, pretty they created cool, man. me. They created and, me. And I have this it, shield. I have this shield that doesn't destroy, and I throw it. I'm like 100 years old, and it comes look, back look, to look, me. Like, like, wow, that's cool. So, what about you, man? Yeah, I got really good aim. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on, man. Like, like how, like how good is your aim? No, nah, man. It's like, it's like it's really, like really good. good. It's like really good. Is so, it like is it like 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 command a lightning bolt good? No, nah, but but I mean if I get within thirty five to forty yards, You're pretty accurate. Then I'm pretty accurate, dude. But what if that guy with the lightning bolt is, is like a hundred yards away? <laughs> well, well, it's gonna be a really rough yeah, day. Just it's gonna be a really to, rough day for me. So as I think about that, and and this is golly, this is gonna sound God guns grits and gravy of me. That's how it feels as an American, man. Yeah, man. That's how yeah, it must feel to be man. these other countries, man. They must feel like they're yeah. like Hawkeye <laughs> and Black Widow. <laughs> Going up against like, the Hulk. They, but yet we Americans are acting like we're not Hulk. The Hulk. We are the Hulk. Yeah. The G7, man. Oh, dude. Dude. Right? We are the guy. What are you? Why are we acting like this? Like we got to leave, man. We, we, we are it. We've talked about this before. Leaders lead. 
I was talking to a friend of mine, her grand, her grandmother is from Venezuela. And she was talking about how concerned she is for the country in the direction that is, that is, that it, it's uh, heading. Okay. Well, you know what she said? She goes, this woman, she's in her 80s now. She goes, if America fails, there's nowhere else to go. Oh, my goodness. I'm not from this country. I came here years ago by the grace of God. This is all we've got. If we mess this up, there's nowhere in the world to go. Hmm. You want to ask why I'm running for Congress? That comment right there. That's sobering. It's, it's sobering. It's sobering. And we are literally always one generation away from losing it all. Ooh. Think about that. These are people that are not even from this country that are just so happy to be here. Right. You know, it, it really makes me think as, you know, as the U.S. Open has, has already started now in golf. And, you know, I was having a conversation earlier on uh, with some people in here about how you can blow everything in one hole. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can have... Think about these guys, man. They're playing four fantastic days of golf. In one day. And they have a triple bogey on a it's hole. It's like our democracy, isn't it? And all it? of a sudden, it's like. It's like, our, it's like our democracy, isn't it? Very good analogy. The difference is those guys who are on the course, they understand the possibility and ramifications of if they have a blow up. I'm not sure we really even understand that. I don't that. think we get it. And that goes back to even what we were talking about with Juneteenth and not being able to fathom what it must be like for somebody to come and literally liberate you. Gosh. Right? We were on the completely different end of the spectrum. Yeah. We've been we've been the apex predator yeah. our entire lives. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that we understand what it's like what the ramifications are if we're not. That's a good one. Yeah. And I don't want to find out, Randy. I don't want to find out either. And that's why as a country, <coughs> we need to lead. Mm -hmm. Because you've heard me say this a number of times. I mean, even with, with political leanings, there are so many things about uh, about libertarians that, that I find interesting, impactful, that I agree with, right? Mm -hmm. The closet Republicans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Minus a few things, but yeah. that's... Except for one big thing that, that matters a lot to me. And that one big thing is we can't be isolationists. That's true, too. We need to lead. We need to lead. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and it's like in this – in this, I get that. In our world, <laughs> in our world, we get to the point where it's how do we – sometimes you do have to talk out of both sides of your mouth. Yeah. Sometimes you do. Yeah. So there's this level of holding people accountable personally for their personal life. And then leading. And leading at and the leading. same time. Yeah, I get you. Right. It's, it's not just I get you hold people accountable for their personal lives. So, hey, I'm just doing my thing. I, I don't, don't care, care what, what anybody do. else, because if we don't lead, then we're going to lose. Yes. You're, you're going to lose your right to do whatever you want to do with, with with your individual life. Yes. And that was the That's hardest good. thing that that I learned from. <coughs> excuse me. I'm coughing. And I mean, you can't really cough in this day and age without people looking at you. Dude, you, you, you've, you, you've been vaccinated, bro. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> CDC says it's fine. Yeah. Fauci Yo, said it was fine. Fauci said it was fine. In his emails, what, do you do? Wait, like, huh? What? Say, uh, like, whatever, 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 whatever. whatever, whatever. You're fine. You're yeah. fine. I'm not offended. Do you, do you want me to put a mask on? No. Uh, 
you know, <laughs> mask up, mask up, <laughs> mask up. So one of the things that, that I've learned from from being a parent is I thought in the infancy of becoming a parent, which is a very interesting line to say infancy and becoming a parent. Right. So in my, my early stages of becoming a parent, I thought it was so important how I reared and raised my kids. But then over time, what I realized is there's other people that have influences over my kids that are not me. Yeah. And I realized that if I raise the best human beings possible and they grow up in a world and they're surrounded by people that don't hold their ideals, that don't care about each other, that aren't willing to come together and use their powers to make things better, then I am setting my children up for failure. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? We're all in this together. We've seen this with a number of issues, climate accords, uh, you know, we're <laughs> U.S. wants to lead on it, but not hold other people accountable. We're seeing it right now with, seeing, like, with, with Keystone XL, right? Like, it's like, you know, we'll we'll destroy our economy. Ours, but then let Russia build. But like, let other people do theirs and, and try to profit from that. It's like, no, leaders need to lead. And part of leading is influencing in a productive and positive way. And also part of leading is also making sure, making sure that you put the needs of the taxpayer of this country numero uno. Just like Arnold Schwarzenegger's shirt at Gold's Gym. Arnold is numero uno. <laughs> okay. America is numero uno. That's it. Yeah. I'm not saying we don't care about other countries. I'm not saying we don't care. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is this. As a country who is the apex predator of the entire world, we are number one. And we should keep it that way and keep the needs, wants, desires, and concerns of our people that are tax-paying Americans in this country, numero uno. Yeah. We should be guns. You get applesauce. That's it. <laughs> I'm serious, <laughs> if you can't tell. Yeah. And again, this is, not, this is not all other countries and all other people be damned. I'm not saying that. No, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that. And, and that's the, the whole idea of even leading, right, is, is – understanding what that looks like for you and then understanding how to be sensitive and impactful in other places too. I'll give you an example, the COVID vaccinations, mm -hmm. right? I think it is wonderful, great, put in any adjective you want that we are sending vaccinations to other parts right. of the world so that those people can get vaccinated. Right. Because at the end of the day, if there's other pieces of the world that aren't vaccinated, and it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. Then people are going to fly into the United States mm -hmm. and, there we go. And, and here we go all over again, right? Yeah, it's like it's like when China wouldn't allow travel inside of their country when COVID came to be alive, but then they let them travel internationally and let spread it all over everywhere else. Huh? Huh what? Huh? Hmm. Huh? That's interesting. It's like hmm. it's like it's like it's like COVID or, or, or the virus or Wuhan. It's not even the name of the virus, but it's the name of the building in the lab in China. <laughs> like, but it didn't come from the lab. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But but what do what do we do to to, to lead even in even in a time of peril and tragedy? Absolutely. Like like then what do we do to to, to flip the script on this? I tell you what we don't do. I tell you what we don't do. We we, we real, don't son. not hold them accountable for this. Yeah. We don't give them a blank check. 
We don't say, oh, it's okay, it was an accident. No. We don't do we don't do that either yeah. though. Yeah. Because part of the reason why we don't do that is because we are in a very interesting place as a company as a country, as a society, um, in the United States to be free to leave. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has the freedom to leave. No, we do. They don't there, but we do. Not everybody has the freedom to leave. But you know, speaking of leadership, I, I do want to touch on this because I saw this this past weekend, and and it, again, it is, I don't, I got always got to preface everything I feel like with, this is not like Republican talking points or playing political football. That's not what I'm trying to do, but, but I really want to bring up a few things here. I think this is really important to me. There were 40 shootings in Chicago last weekend. Mm. 40 people were shot. 40. Now this is an area that has as probably the third strictest gun laws outside of New York and probably somewhere in California and Chicago. Yeah. 40 people were shot. And if we're talking, but majority of them black, and if we're talking about leadership, I don't want to play political football with that. This has got to stop. Yeah. And don't and don't give me this, well, it, it doesn't count because it's, it's gang violence. What? Oh, okay, so you don't want to lead. Because no. people, innocent people are getting shot and they're dying by the dozens every weekend. We can't explain this away. We cannot explain that away. Who, who, Stop trying. Who's, who's accountable for this? Stop trying. A young black man was killed, was killed over Jordans uh, last week. Mm. Like, like, what are we, what are you even talking about? And if you want to talk about, like, do black lives matter? They matter to us. We know our history. We know where we've come from. We are talking about a group of people that survived the Middle Passage, hmm. survived 400 years of slavery, survived Jim Crow, survived the Civil Rights Movement, and we can't fix how to stop killing each other in Chicago? Well, we better try. Well, we can if we wanted to. If we can do all that, we can do this. Cut the politics out. Let's stop this. Yeah. That's called leadership. We have the freedom to do it, but we are choosing not to exercise our freedoms to protect our own people. That's a fact. Yeah. This isn't political. Yeah. It's true. These are numbers. Yeah. This is data. It's happening every weekend. If we want to do this distraction thing over here, oh, look, here's the bad cop here. Here's the bad cop there. This is the bad situation. 40 people were shot last weekend. What are we doing about it? Nothing. Guess what? None of those 40 people were shot by a cop. Whoa. Ooh. Four killed and 43 wounded. Excuse me. Four killed and 43 wounded. Leaders, where you at? Lead. Who's going to take accountability for this? Lead. Where's the mayor? Where's the governor? You don't want, by the way, you don't want the federal government involved. You know what the mayor is doing? The mayor is busy having press conferences with only people (laughs) who are from minority communities. Yes. Which takes complete precedent. Over the fact that people are getting killed. Yeah. In by her the city. dozens in your city. Shot by the dozens in your city. No plan. No strategy. And by the way, 
So Houston, Texas is the fourth largest city in the country. And but it has the dip- biggest heart. Best, best city in the world, bro. And the best barbecue. I, I, I will fight anybody that says otherwise. I will fight anybody that says otherwise. I will fight you. But Shoot, if you fight me, I better be an Avenger. <laughs> we, all, we all have powers. Yeah. <laughs> You're strong too, Wesley. You don't see this happening in Houston, do you? Different culture, different leadership. We have a Democrat mayor. Maybe we don't see eye to eye politically. But the leadership here doesn't stand for 40 people getting shot. 40 people are getting shot here in Houston. Different culture here. Different understanding of how we police people here. Different level of respect. George Floyd is from Houston. They had a rally here in Houston. Did you you see any looting and rioting? I did not. Did you see any mass destruction of property? Maybe something here or there. Did you see anything crazy happening here? No. You know why? We have leaders here. I'm not talking about party. I don't care. Not right now. People are getting shot and they are dying. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And if you need help, export some of that talent or talk to some of the people who That's are right. doing it the right way. That's right. It's like Suge Knight. If you need help, come to Houston. <laughs> come to death row. If you don't like, if you don't like your producer, dancing, dancing in the, the videos. <laughs> <laughs> Come to death row. <laughs> right? Learn. Come to Houston. Yeah. Go check Florida out. They're getting a few things right there, there too. Oh, no. They're Republican states, so we can't. Oh, okay. Mm. You don't want to lead. You don't want to learn. You want to help. Okay. Yeah. It always goes back to, to Riverwood Dad would say about uh, certain sporting events. And we experience this from time to time in sports where – Sometimes maybe you wondered, am I not getting this opportunity? Maybe because I'm black, because I think I have some of the, the skill sets. Remember what dad would always say is, you know, sometimes people want to win and they want to win their way. Yeah. And winning their way is more important well, than winning the game. Even if you lose. And if you find yourself in that position, because there's many times in life where, where we find ourselves in that position, mm-hmm. where we're more excited about somebody else losing than us winning. Mm-hmm. You're in a bad place. You're in a bad place. You've so, lost. You've lost sight. So, so Kamala Harris is in that place right now at the border. Yeah, she's in that place right now at the border, and, and that this is now transparent. This is now absolutely obvious. Okay, I mean, I mean, you don't go to the border where the problem is. You now want to go to the origins of the problem. Okay, you, you're, you are now entering the space of being flat out stubborn. Yeah, and people are losing their lives because of it. Go to the border. You have, you have Democrat congressmen that are saying, hey, just come down here and spend some time. You, you, you need to see this. Hey, you need to see this. You, you, just, you are now refusing to go out of spite. Yeah. Lost your way. Lead. Yeah, you've lost your way. I don't care what party you are. <coughs> Lead. Yeah, you've lost your way. How many days? 80 days? How many, how many days? 80, 90 days? How many days? I don't know. You, you just now it's just like I will do anything but go to the border, and then you'll say, "Well, I haven't been to Europe either." Been over eighty days. 80, 80 days, and I have been. Well, I have been to Europe either. That what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? See how I brought back China. I see how you brought that back. Yeah, price of tea in China. In China. China. <laughs> what does it do? Nothing. You weren't put in charge of the border in Europe. You don't want to lead. That's all. Or you want to win, but win your way. Yeah. 
but you ain't gonna win that way. No. And the problem is, <laughs> when you win your way, that's one thing. The problem is when you try to do it your way and it causes a loss. Ooh. And you keep doing it your way. And that has long-standing ramifications. Mm-hmm. Long-standing ramifications that you might or might not have to deal with. Look, I understand that job is like playing whack-a-mole. <coughs> and, and you never win. It's heads you lose, tails you lose, no matter what. I, I'm not... I'm not even trying to say that this is an easy gig to do. That doesn't trivialize leadership. But you signed up for it. Yeah. It doesn't trivialize leadership, and it doesn't mean that there are certain things that that leaders need to do, first of of which is to show up. Yeah. Doesn't trivialize it. Yeah. I mean, that's important. The most important thing, just showing up, just like we talked about last week. Yeah. Just show up. Yeah. There's a lot of people that paid a lot for our freedom. Throughout, throughout, throughout the annals of our history, like how many hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people died for us to be here. Hmm. And people, I always, you know me, I get always get sentimental. I always end up going there. I can't help myself because it's very near and dear to my heart. Hundreds of thousands of people from all walks of life have died, and they are a part of this American experiment. Hundreds of thousands of people. Six hundred thousand people died in the Civil War. 600,000, the majority of them, the majority of them were white. Yeah. And they, it's, it's crazy to even think about the protections of our freedom to be innovators. Yeah. The protection of our freedom to be thought leaders, to be parents, to be, the protection of that is so important because that freedom over a sustained time hasn't existed anywhere in the world. No. No. So when you talk about this American experience experiment and right our now, constitution that, that's that's still sitting in Washington. It's incredible. That document still exists. It's incredible. And that it hasn't been defeated, it hasn't been burned, it hasn't been destroyed. It still exists. We are still amending that piece of paper? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Come on, man. Freedom of thought. Come on, this place this place is something else. It really is. And that's that's what I really I love and I will always value about these conversations is that I would hope that people can hear the nuance that we feel that we've been empowered with these freedoms. Mm-hmm. And because we take them so seriously, it gives us an opportunity to express ourselves and express our thoughts openly because we have the freedom to do it uh, in a candid way Mm -hmm. because we have the freedom to do it, uh, to be able to broadcast it because we have the freedom to do it. Mm -hmm. Special place, man. Special place. And and I want to thank every United States senator, every last one of them that voted for this. And I want to thank every single United States congressman, with the exception of those 14, who also voted for this, who recognize the importance of freedom. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And don't get too cute about, well, it was this and that. Well, this is a ploy. Well, this is them trying to, this is critical race theory. No, it's not. You missed the point. You missed the whole point of this. Yeah, you just missed it. You missed it. Check yourself, please. Check yourself. 
Before you wreck yourself. Before you riggedy wreck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just so many verses on that one, too. <laughs> Let you take us out, man. Perfect, man. And remember, smiles are contagious, so make someone's day. Happy Juneteenth. God bless you. <laughs> God bless.